Hi everyone, welcome back to another episode of Chatterstorm. We are here for episode 30. My name is Sam and I'm joined by my two co-hosts, Sarah and Josh. Hello. 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 Um, I sadly wasn't in for the last episode, so I don't get to introduce myself to the influx of new viewers that we had. Um, Yeah, I I understand that you guys did it for me in the most delightful (laughs) way possible. Um, (laughs) My name's Sam. I am a huge Magic the Gathering fan slash nerd. Uh, I, I do play quite a lot, maybe not recently, but uh, I've been playing quite a lot of Arena. Um, I think that's where I put most of my hours into Magic. And we've all, we all started around the same time, right? Sort of late 2019, I think it was. Yeah, or something was it? like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, something like that. Around the War of the Spark uh, slash Eldraine uh, reveal. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, we've been playing for a fair bit of time. We're not like huge Magic the Gathering vets, but we enjoy the game and we love to talk about it. So... With that, in today's episode, we wanted to go over uh, the Commander Legends Boulders Gate. Yeah, Commander Legends Boulders Gate, that's what it's mm-hmm. called. Um, which is a, for those who aren't aware... It's called it's... Uh, Battle for Boulders Gate. Battle for Boulders Gate, thank you very much. Um, yeah, for those who aren't aware, it is a Commander-only set, I think. So the cards will be printed as if it was like a full entire set where you can get packs and booster boxes, but the cards will be legal only in Commander. And uh, yeah, so it'll be a paper product, and it, I believe the... It'll, when does it release? I think it releases around like July or May or June or something like that. You're just saying months now. <laughs> saying months. <laughs> just like yeah, May not or even July in order. June. Yeah. yeah, like just a random order. I think it's, I think it's June is when the yeah. commander. Yeah, it's. Yeah, I can't remember exactly when it is, but it is in June. So yeah, um, the previews begin May sixteenth. Uh, so mm-hmm. May sixteenth through to May twenty third will be previews. Yeah. Um, and then the commander previews. So I guess the commander decks. Um, yes. Are May twenty fourth to twenty sixth, and the worldwide release is June tenth. Yeah. And all things considered, I'm pretty excited for the. I'm pretty excited for the set because we do get a we do get the commander deck precons, which are always fun to. You know, we're we're big EDH fans, we all, all three of us. So mm. the commander precons tend to be something I always look out for when it comes to new sets. Um, and we have, I think we have the colors and names of those already. We do. Let me just yeah. double check. Shall um, I read them out? Yeah, go ahead and read them out, Josh. What do we? So, got? what I'll read them out, and why don't you guys guess uh, what <laughs> yeah. you think the theme is going to be? Okay, we'll um, try and guess the colors as well. Uh, yeah. Okay. Sure. Uh, okay, <laughs> so the first one is party time. Oh, oh that's got to be a D and D party party mechanic, right? Yeah. So yes. we're, we're going to see the return of party mechanic. Oh, party is cool. I think I like party a lot. So yeah, yeah. I'm, which I'm wasn't even in the the D and D set that we had, right? Because that was a Zendikar thing. That's yeah, you're right actually. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> so maybe we'll see an actual party D and D version of that, mm-hmm. which is cool. Like to see what colors would you think that will be in, Sarah? I have no idea. Mm. Green and white. It's only because the only cards I can think of that have party, and party are green and white. That's entirely white. what I'm basing my my I guess. I would say green. Party was a five color mechanic in Zendikar. It was. It didn't have a specific color in Zendikar. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I I don't know what 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 are the colors for that one, Josh? Do you know? It is white and black. So Sarah white was half white. right. It's half right. Hey, good job. I take that. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> um. Then there's Draconic Descent, uh, and that's um Ooh. not. Descent as in going down. Descent as in um, political descent. 
Is that about the descend mechanic? The, the dungeon uh, mechanic? I actually... Is there a... No, no, no. Wait, wait. Is there a descent mechanic? Isn't that what dungeon... When you... Oh, no, that's adventure. Never that, mind. Yes, that's adventure. And you're thinking of des, descent as in D-E-S-C-E-N-T. <laughs> We're talking about draconic D-I-S-S-E-N-T. <laughs> I see. It's also okay. adventure, not adventure. Yeah, They're Sarah's correct. It's adventure. Mechanics. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We're not very... Uh... <laughs> informed on this one <laughs> you're not um, <laughs> not very informed you guys are just correct okay so draconic descent um yeah. draconic i think is i i wouldn't so normally i would go with red green for this one but because it's the commander uh, sorry it's the um the D D set they mm. have shown that the, the D D dragons are like all five colors so mm. again similar to the party thing i have no clue what the colors would be i guess yeah. i'll i'll guess with red green um yeah mine would have been definitely red just because mm. again when i think of dragons, dragons i think red um but yeah i don't know it could be any because you are yeah. yeah it's maybe maybe black no we've have we had no, we have black already, haven't we? White, black is the party yes. time colours. Uh, yep. Draconic Descent is going to be blue, blue and red. Mm. So, blue, red. Okay. Yeah, you're totally right about red. Good good yeah. guess. Dragons are pretty strongly tied to red. Um, yeah. Blue, though, tells me that, I mean, I don't know, it's going to be like maybe a tempo or controlly deck. It could um, focus on treasures. Um, Dragon Storm. Yeah, uh, but it's called <laughs> it's called draconic descent. Uh, descent, of course, kind of can mean uh, like to rebel or to um, oppose. Um, and As in draconic in, counter is yeah, and in D and D law, um, okay, all right. So let me. So th- this set is battle for Baldur's Gate, right? Um, and Obviously, uh, that's tied to Baldur's Gate 3, um, which is mm-hmm. a video game that hasn't come out yet, but has been out for two years. Um, <laughs> and by see. that, I mean it's been like in beta since yeah. like uh, 2020. Um, but it hasn't been released yet. Um, but Baldur's Gate 3, it's, uh, built, it, it's a video game built on Dungeons & Dragons, classes, races, and mechanics. Yeah. Um, and a big part of Baldur's Gate 3... Uh, or the storyline of Baldur's Gate 3, is the conflict between uh, the Githyanki and Mind Flayers. So Mind Flayers are these tentacly-faced bad guys that enslave people uh, and, you know, mind control them. Um, and G- the Githyanki are like um, a slave race, and they are the natural enemies of the Mind Flayers. Mind Flayers have all but... Um, enslaved the entire race of gith for short um Mm. and so uh gith actually uh in Baldur's gate 3 there's like a i'm not sure exactly what how to put it but gith ride dragons uh there are there are dragon Mm -hmm. riders um and they use dragons uh in their battle against the mind players i see so (laughs) um this is all relevant because i think that draconic descent is going to be a gith slash dragons focused deck um which is cool because okay. i don't think we've actually seen gith as a creature type and gith are my favorite race in D. Interesting. Uh, so okay. i'm pretty excited for this and i think that that's my guess for what draconic descent is going to be it's going to yeah. be gith dragons and it's probably going to 
uh, I don't know what to expect from the theme. Um, Maybe something to do with like bonding between the two, like or pairing, some sort of uh, like pairing mechanic that yeah, might they maybe. might introduce yeah like, maybe it will just be like a gith slash dragons matters yeah which um, would be pretty sweet mm. not much room for like improvement i suppose but it's still cool to see those kind of decks um yeah whenever you have like a really mechanically unique deck like that yeah it's hard to make upgrades and stuff yeah yeah but if if it's gith cards that care about dragons i mean you've got plenty of dragons to choose from you've got plenty of dragons exactly yeah, yeah. Uh, what are the other? So there's two. There's two other commander decks, correct? Yes. So yeah. um, the last two, especially the last one, I think are very, very interesting. Okay. Uh, but, so we'll start with um, Exit from Exile is the name of the deck. Ooh. Yeah, Exit from Exile. So Exit we've had white, Exile. black. We've had blue, red. What do you guys think Exit from Exile is going to be? Oh, it's annoying because I would immediately pick black white for this one. Yeah, me too. Exit from exile. Again, I have no idea what color it will be, but I, is it going to be like some sort of exile reanimation? Because that sounds awesome. Like that's what it's yes. got to be, right? Otherwise, what it wouldn't make any sense. <laughs> I I don't think it will. It does. I I know what you mean. I thought the same thing. And there yeah. is like one or two cards in Magic's history that allow you to actually like get stuff back from exile. From exile, yeah. Back. Um, I just think that they don't want to do that. Yeah, I I don't don't like the idea. Yeah, Wizards don't want to mess with the Exile Zone uh, too much. The idea behind the Exile Zone is once something is there, it stays there. I know that they kind of played with removing stuff from Exile with Eldrazi, but um, all of those effects, they don't let you play stuff from Exile. They just take something from Exile and put it back in the graveyard. Um, mm. And so there's like all these extra steps. Um, yeah. Maybe, <laughs> I don't know, maybe that will be what we're, we're expecting. I think yeah. what's more likely is that the deck is going to revolve around the fairly common mechanic of um, like exile X cards from the top of a library. You may play those cards uh, okay. this turn or next turn or something like that. Right, um, that makes more sense. Yeah, I think that's yeah. more likely to be it, that you, you exile cards and specifically for the reason of playing them, not just like you can exile everything you want and then you can play stuff from exile. Because I, I don't think that is something that Wizards want to do. Yeah, yeah. So I wonder if that will be related then because one of the other AFR commander decks was Prosper and Prosper was the black-red Ex- like if you play a card from exile you can put a counter on it or something or you mm. draw a card or something i have no idea yeah. but it, it mattered when you cast spells from exile so i i, I guess i'm gonna go with black red for my guess as my final guess mm-hmm. maybe to see if it relates to prosper mm. i think definitely red if it's playing stuff from exile i think red so maybe yeah. red white um okay yeah it's red green <laughs> red green well, red green we, we, we're like about 50 percent right every time so it's not too bad we can guess one of two we're colors. correct all the time 50 percent of the time <laughs> um yeah okay red green that's gonna be very interesting because yes. i have i mean red green and commander is always girl stumpy girl mm. werewolves or girl giants <laughs> just girl girl yeah i mean that's gr right it's it's green red yeah. um yeah okay that'll be interesting to see i'm excited to see what that'll be what's the last one then josh so the last one um i'm gonna i'm i think that what you think this deck is depends very heavily on how you pronounce its name Um, okay so the name of the deck is 
mind flayers, as in mind, <laughs> <laughs> as in the word mind, and then F L A Y A R R R S. So what the fuck? <laughs> so we have we have some possibilities. I've written down some some ways you could pronounce uh, this deck and what they could mean. <laughs> okay. Now, most likely, to be honest, most likely is that it's mind flayers yeah, and it's pirates. mind flayers yeah. and pirates, which That's makes the no immediate sense. thing that came to my mind. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't really see what the hell that means. I mean, mind flayers <laughs> kidnap people. I guess pirates kind of do. Makes no sense. I, 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 <laughs> Maybe I just don't know enough about Baldur's Gate lore, but I don't know yeah. what crossover there is there. Um, <laughs> it could be Mind Flayers, and I don't know, they're like, mm. they're, I don't even know how mechanically... Well, no, there, would be, there would be no R. Uh, yeah, yeah okay, be, I guess yeah. that would be A-H-S. Um, mind Flayers. A, yeah. yeah, like players, <laughs> but they're Mind Flayers. No. Oh boy, <laughs> I can I can hear a rap one. forming from all of this. I, I don't know about you guys, but does anybody wants to anybody want to spit some bars? Sam, maybe it can be all three of those themes combined, and we'll get Admiral Beckett bass. <laughs> <laughs> finally, <laughs> God, um, yeah. Okay. Finally, it it could be uh like mind flay arse. um, and so <laughs> my theory there is that it's actually a tree folk deck. Uh, yeah, with a bunch big of butt creatures with big butts. Yeah. yeah, and it's mind play art. So it's like a toughness matters deck, like yeah, all with exactly. high toughness. Yeah, exactly. Big butts matter. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, I honestly, out of those three, I think they're all equally as plausible as what the other. Maybe <laughs> except for the second one. Yeah, it's definitely not the second one. I think it's the first one because I think mind, mind play looks a bit like a sea monster. Makes sense. <laughs> That's yeah. true. That's true. Mind play looks like in parts of the Caribbean. The, oh, the Davy Jones. Davy Jones. Jones. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's what that makes a lot like, of sense. Right? Yeah. So I think it's that one. But based on that flawless logic. But mind players don't really have anything to do with the sea. No, they're but just like they are kind of, It's literally they? like a squid or an octopus. That's literally its face. Yeah. Maybe it's like a sea monster deck. Um, so it could actually, be a sea monster deck. Yeah. It, it could I'd be. be Bearing that in mind, what colours do you think it is? Blue. Blue. I'm going to say blue and black. Mm, maybe blue and black. <laughs> blue and black well, we're 50% correct. right, so it's going to be blue. Blue and black is correct, yeah. Yeah, yeah. and actually, uh, I think you're right. I think it's probably a Sea Monsters deck. I think so as well, because then we also had um, the Runo Stromkirk in Crimson Vow, I mm-hmm. think it was. Either Crimson Vow or the one yeah. before it. Um, <laughs> Midnight, <laughs> Midnight Hunt. Hunt. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so- sorry, Midnight Hunt. Um, <laughs> yeah, because we had Runo Stromkirk, who was the blue-black sea monster tribal kind of commander when mm-hmm. there was barely any sea monsters in the set but it, it was a really good commander for yeah. sea monsters um so yeah maybe we'll see something along that lines okay i love a sea monsters commander deck that'd be awesome yeah exactly i hope, I hope it's that i'll, I'll get it if it is or I'll yeah wait till someone else gets it and then play it <laughs> finance um yeah, okay, that's really exciting. I'm looking forward to seeing what we get from those commander decks. Fortunately, it is like mm-hmm. a couple months away, um, mm-hmm. which is weird. When you when we get like spoilers for a set, we imagine it's going to come out like next week at this rate. But yeah, we actually have to wait a couple months for this one. It usually feels a like a whole that. couple like, months. Yeah, oh when it comes God. around, it will have <laughs> felt like no time at all. Yeah, that is true. Yeah. Okay. Um, 
So there have been a few spoilers for the set as well, which are also mm-hmm. pretty interesting. Um, the first thing that I have here is the reprint of the Battle Bond lands. And for those who don't know what those are, those are the commander-specific lands. So the lands read, this land will enter tapped unless you have two or more opponents, and they'll tap for two colors. So really, really powerful mm. in commander. And they have been uh, they have been printed before, but at really high prices because... They are basically like, you know, original jewel lands in a commander game. Mm-hmm. And they're just yeah. purely upside well, come in untapped jewel lands. They don't have the land types. They don't have the land types, no. But they are very, very nice, uh, nice cards to have. And, uh, you know, hopefully this will bring down the price a little bit. I'm, I'm not sure why the price was so high before. I'm assuming just because it was only in a commander set again. And maybe it was in like a... They were like one of the... just because they they only they were only printed in Battle Bond, I think. Only in Battle Bond, um, I see. And so yeah, there's there's a limited printing, and unfortunately, these lands are pretty much like objective include yeah. in commander kind of like tier one commander lands. Yeah, yeah. There's no reason not to include them, um, and so you know demand just increased year on year on year, and yeah, supply stayed sense. where it was, and that that's what caused the price increase. So this mm-hmm. is a really really good reprint for commander. Yeah. And what's really good about these lands is that um, so commander legends I think is uh, modern legal, isn't it? Like it, it's legal. I... And modern. Did not know, no. But that's yeah, yeah. The last Commander Legends was as well. Oh, I uh, see. Okay, it just didn't have like wasn't Ragavan there? Oh no, Ragavan was Modern Horizons. Ragavan was Modern Horizons. Yeah. I might be wrong about that. Um, but the point is that these lands are only good in Commander. Um, mm. they're not good in really any other relevant format, and that's yeah. why they really needed a reprint because they're just like there's nothing. The, yeah, they they just needed to be printed for Commander. Um, mm. That said, if I could prevent these lands from ever being printed, I think I probably would, because I think yeah. they're just too good for Commander. Yeah, they are. They are mm. like pre. You can only really use them in Commander because the clause just makes them yeah only viable in Commander. And yeah, it's uh, yeah. It, I mean, it's glad it's good to see them being reprinted. We only do have the um. The allied colored lands which is green white red black blue black blue white and red green mm-hmm. um so the other half hasn't been printed in this set which i've, I've always hated that uh, that design choice i guess of only printing half of a land cycle i don't yeah, know like, i find it really odd especially like in a set that's not going to be standard legal like just print all, all, all 10 of them like what's the point <laughs> i don't know mm-hmm. it's weird um but yeah, so we're only getting those five, which is still really good. We're also getting a uh, reflecting pool reprint, which is another objectively powerful land. Uh, yeah. It adds one mana of any type that uh, a land you control could produce. Um, mm-hmm. So yeah, really powerful land, uh, always worth picking up. Um, so hopefully, yeah, those will those will be able to dip in price a little bit with with a bunch more availability. Um, moving on. We also have, so there's a couple of reprints we are getting in Fireball and Lightning Bolt. Uh, Lightning Bolt is the classic one mana mm-hmm. deal three damage, classic yeah. red spell. Uh, and it's got a really cool D&D altar, which is the rulebook altar, um, mm-hmm. which I thought oh, looked a little bit weird at the start, but I quite like these ones. 
Yeah, it, the, the style, I know what you mean, but the style has kind of grown on me. Um, and yeah. of course, these um, these two spoilers that we've got on Fireball and Lightning Bolt, um, mm-hmm. they were picked because they are existing D&D spells that were yes. also existing Magic the Gathering spells. Um, yeah. And so mm. Mm, I think we could maybe speculate on getting more. Like, I can't mm-hmm. actually think of any right now, um, but are there any other magic the gathering spells that share a name with D spells and could we count on on those being reprinted maybe like as in other than other than the ones in afr i assume because there's obviously a ton in afr well um yeah things like tasha's hideous laughter so um, that was not a magic spell before it was printed that's the difference um ha- tasha's hideous laughter was turned into a magic card because it was a oh. D&D spell. These spells, Fireball was already a magic card. Oh, I see. A magic card turned magic into card. a D&D yes. card. Okay. And Fireball is also a D&D spell. Uh, and they've just, they've reprinted gotcha. them for the D&D set, but they're existing magic cards. Gotcha. Okay. That, Unfortunately, I don't know sense? enough about D&D spells to answer that question. Mm. Um, but I would like, it would be still be cool to see, like... Some some classic things, maybe even like a counter spell reprint. Who knows? Because I know that's in D and D, and I think that was originally in Magic: The Gathering. So yeah, um, yeah, it would be pretty cool to see. I, didn't we get? Did we get a counter spell reprint recently? Was it in like Mystical? In Arthur? Modern Horizons two. Oh I yeah, think, because mm-hmm. it was legalized in Modern. Yeah, um, yeah, I remember that being a thing. But uh, yes, let's move on to some actual new cards now. Um, mm-hmm. The first one I have on my list is Ancient Brass Dragon. And this looks really sweet. Um, Ancient Brass Dragon is a seven mana value Elder Dragon and it costs five black black. It is a flying seven six. Whenever it deals damage to a player, roll a d20. When you do, put any number of target creature cards with total mana value X or less f- from graveyards onto the battlefield under your control where X is the result. That seems really, really sweet. I like oh, yeah. that. Yeah, that's really cool. Yeah, I like is, that. This is a really good card. Really, really, really powerful card. Yeah, you, mm-hmm. you roll a dice and you can reanimate from anyone's graveyard, not just your own, which is yeah. very powerful in Commander um, because you have four times the selection. Um, yeah, and you get to, you know, if you roll a d20, you just reanimate yeah, everything to your side. Um, yeah. Which is, I, I really like the d20 mechanic in, in AFR and, and, and this set because... It's just fun, isn't it? Like it is dice fun. Rolling, it just yeah. adds a bit more randomness, yeah. It does, yeah, which is perfect for EDH, which is you know a completely random, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think randomness in EDH just makes it more fun. It uh, does, yeah. yeah. I really like this mechanic. Um, yeah. On the so, artwork for this card, though, so this is mm-hmm. one where I really don't like the alternate art. I think it just looks a bit dumb. I like, I don't, yeah, I don't like the. Um, the rule book one. Yeah, the, the rule book art. That one does um, look a bit lame, but the, but the, the, the normal art one's for this beautiful. one is my favourite because it depicts yeah. like a, an ancient brass dragon like giving a little nose kiss to a deer. Aww. And, and yeah, I, like it just... Honestly, the name Ancient Brass Dragon and the like artwork really conflict with the ability. Yeah, um, yeah. It makes sense because brass dragons have, I think, um, reanimation-related abilities in D&D. Mm. but it yeah it, it kind of feels like this it feels like the wrong name and picture for this ability i get what you mean yeah it looks very wholesome doesn't it mm. and then it's just reanimating things like a like a zombie lord would or something <laughs> hmm. yeah i get that i get that um 
But yeah, really cool card nonetheless. I think that that says to the design of commander-specific cards is they they tend to push them a little bit more, don't they? Yeah, they I tend to be yeah. less like law focused and things like that. They'll they'll often be quite commander pushed. Um, mm-hmm. For example, like the text on this one saying that you can reanimate from any graveyard makes it makes it a commander card in my opinion. Um, yeah. So yeah, really sweet, we, really sweet card anyway. Um, looking forward to that. Um, mm-hmm. The next one as well, I'm really looking forward to this. Although <laughs> I've just looked at the artwork and it looks really weird. Um, Minsk and Boo, Timeless Heroes. Minsk and Boo, Timeless Heroes is a legendary planeswalker, uh, and it costs four mana value for two, a red and a green. And it can be your commander. So it's another Planeswalker commander. And it reads, when it enters a battlefield and at the beginning of your upkeep, you may create Boo, a legendary 1-1 red hamster creature token with trample and haste. His plus one ability puts three plus one plus one counters on up to one target creature with trample or haste. And then you can minus two to sacrifice a creature. When you do, Misk and Boo uh, deal X damage to any target where X is that creature's power. If the sacrifice creature was a hamster, draw X cards. Um, seems like a really powerful commander. I, I like it a lot. Mm-hmm. The mm. creature generation and card draw uh, and just overall like buffing it. Yeah. Um, seems really powerful in red green. Seems like yeah, a cool a commander. Com- to like build. It immediately gives you a bit of a board presence and mm-hmm. uh, it can be a source of card advantage, which is a super yeah. powerful commander. For sure. Really powerful. Um, I was looking at the uh, the the borderless art. Is it just me or does Boo look like it's really stretched out for some reason? Yeah, I thought the exact <laughs> same thing. I it think the reason for that is that um, the whole idea behind Boo is that Minsk can like alter the make shape. Boo, of it. Yeah, make make Boo a giant. Um, uh... <laughs> and I, I guess like how oh. do you how do you draw something becoming? giant i think the, <laughs> the artist true. tried to do that and what's it ended up like happening is it, yeah it looks like it's been stretched out in microsoft oh. 2003 publisher i love it though <laughs> <laughs> yeah and minsk and boo actually do have a standard legal card in adventures of forgotten realms which is a non-planeswalker mm-hmm. card uh, it's actually a legendary creature in the naya colors um for those who aren't aware so cool to see them getting like a uh, I guess a planeswalker treatment. I'm assuming, yeah. like law wise, they're not an actual planeswalker because it is, uh, it's an IP crossover. More yes. Or less, so yeah, anything um, in universes beyond is outside. Yeah, is it isn't like magic law? Yeah. yeah. Um. So so Jinkatakis won't be hunting Minsk and Boo down by any chance. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> um. Okay. Moving on, we also have uh, Wand of Wonder, which I just read now is a really cool name like that uh, wand of wonder is a four mana artifact costing three and a red and its ability reads you can pay four mana and tap it to roll a d20 each opponent exiles cards from the top of their library until they exile an instant or sorcery card then shuffles the rest into their library you may cast up to x instant and or sorcery spells from among cards exiled this way without paying their mana cost and if you roll a one to nine then x equals one a 10 to 19 x equals two and a 20, X equals 3. Uh, really sweet design for a commander card. I like that Really a lot. sweet design. Busted card. Mm-hmm. This is this is busted. Pretty powerful, yeah. Yeah, a repeatable 4 mana to cast a free instant or sorcery from an opponent's library. Um, where, X, yeah, like, X is always going to at least be 1. So you'll always have a choice of 3 instant and or sorceries. Um, and you get to cast one of them for free. And then you can, you know... If you get lucky, you can cast all three of them for free. Um, yeah. yeah, that seems really powerful, actually. Um, mm-hmm. I think that would yeah, be definitely. quite a, a staple in quite a few decks. 
uh, you've got a 50 percent chance of getting you know the two strongest spells and yeah. to be honest like you're just i think you're always you're you're pretty likely to always hit a spell that is makes it worth it for four mana mm-hmm. for four um, mana yeah yeah i think i think this is busted that does seem busted i wonder if that that card kind of identifies what we're going to see in the red green uh commander deck the precon yeah. um that yeah like that effect of you know exiling spells kind of similar to like itali maybe we'll see itali reprinted in that commander deck we'll see um mm. Which is the, for those who don't know, Itali the Primal Storm. Uh, when it attacks, you get to exile cards from your opponent's library and cast them. So, yeah, maybe we'll see that as the mechanic, which would be pretty interesting. Very powerful mechanic, um, being able to use your opponent's cards because you just, yeah, you, you tend to get so much more like selection and advantage out of that. So, really cool card. Uh, and then the final preview we have for today is a really cool one. I really like the artwork on this one, it is quite terrifying. Um, it is called Elder Brain. Elder Brain is a seven mana value uh, creature horror, and it costs five, a black, and a black. And it is a six six with menace. Whenever Elder Brain attacks a player, exile all cards from that player's hand. Then they draw that many cards. You may play lands and cast spells from among the exiled cards for as long as they remain exiled. If you cast a spell this way, you can spend mana as though it were mana of any color to cast it. That's fucking nuts. Yeah, yeah, all of these cards are a bit ridiculous. They're really powerful, yeah. They're quite high mana yeah. value, like seven yeah. mana sort but of at the top end. In Commander, I feel like that's not actually that. I mean, seven no, it's mana not, is yeah. still high, but you think about how long a Commander game goes, you're yeah. probably going to get to seven mana. Well, oh, yeah, for yes, sure. you are, but you're also like three times as likely for somebody to remove these cards because a lot true. of them you might have noticed revolve around like having them on the board for a turn and then like attacking mm-hmm. or something yeah um so they're much more likely to get removed um and uh i had another point which i forgot <laughs> maybe the elder brain stole it oh my god all your thoughts yeah <laughs> um the artwork for this one is freaking gnarly like yeah it's really it is, it yeah, is. The, the i full, really like it the full border alternate art is so oh god that's terrifying yeah yeah Yeah, it's really really cool it looks like a elden ring boss yeah and well you've got like um like what looks like a single paladin facing it down Mm. um, right at the bottom of the artwork yeah good luck bro Um, yeah it's it's yeah it's really cool Uh, it's it's hard for us to describe artwork on the podcast but look it up Elder yeah, look at it. It's a it's a big old brain with tentacles, and there's floating bodies around it that I yeah. think it's controlling. Mm-hmm. So, uh, looks pretty freaking sweet. And it seems to be underground in a cave as well, which is also even creepier. Um, <laughs> really sweet card though. I'm I'm a big fan of that one. Yeah, uh, I think yeah, that's probably my favorite cool. one out of them, just because of the artwork. Very very creepy and gross and uh, exciting to see. I'm excited to see what else they'll they'll print out for these ones. So. Um, yeah interesting stuff i'm looking forward Mm -hmm. to it i'm looking forward to seeing more kind of like lovecraftian artwork for the minor players Uh, and i'm looking forward to seeing more gith because gith Mm. are really cool (laughs) gith fan over here enjoy the enjoy the gith propaganda from josh (laughs) (laughs) um i will yeah i will say i will be looking forward to the mind players because i don't think we really got very much of it out of uh, afr we got yeah. like a couple decent mind players, and that we was actually it. Um, talked about it in one of our older episodes. Some of the mm. things we we wanted from mind players in uh, in AFR, yeah, and we were pretty mm. let down. 
Like, I yeah, think I... we wanted a, a Mind Flayer Planeswalker Commander, uh, which I hope we get. I mean, M- Mind Flayers has to have a Mind Flayer at the helm. Yeah. yeah, like, yeah. So Imagine uh, if it's just like a complete, I don't know, 360, have no idea what it's going to be, like, just not Mind Flayers at all. I mean, yeah. What if it is just pirates it, and they're just like or it's just branding themselves? Or just true folk. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Do you know what it could be likely? Likely is that it could be pirates that have branded themselves as mind flayers to like inflict fear, but they're not actually mind flayers. So they call themselves what, like, the mind flayers. They're like wearing really shit mind flayer <laughs> cosplay. Yeah, it's like that Rick and Morty episode with the clones where they all dress up as squids. <laughs> That's what it's going to be like. Oh dear. Okay, so that covers the um, the Commander Legends. Battle for Baldur's Gate section. Um, in addition to that announcement, they also announced a Alchemy Horizons Baldur's Gate, which mm-hmm. I'm assuming I think is not exactly the exact same set as the Baldur's Gate. It's going to be uh, it's so specifically for the Alchemy format that is available on Magic the Gathering Arena. Um, so alongside the Commander Legends set, MTG Arena will be receiving a companion set for its exclusive formats. Um, which means it'll be available in Historic and Alchemy, I'm assuming. Um, So it will have some of the cards from the Commander Legends counterpart, which is what it states, Uh, some that have been modified for 1v1 play, and and it will also be bringing all new digital cards, adding up to hundreds in total. Um, So this is the first Alchemy-specific set that we have ever received, because we have had Alchemy cards and, and expansions before, obviously, but they are always like, you know, maybe like 30, 40 cards. Almost all of them are rares and mythics. Uh, maybe like a couple uncommons dashed in there. Mm-hmm. Um, this one is actually going to be a full draftable and playable set on Arena um, to collect, uh, available only in Alchemy. So initially, it sounds cool, but there has been quite a lot of. Um, I guess distaste towards it just because of you know on the back of the economy update stream which everyone's pretty upset about this only really further alienates the alchemy format unfortunately adding you know a huge bundle that uh you know is is, is still quite hard to to get like if you drafting it is a is a step forward being able to draft mm-hmm. the set is is a much better way to collect the cards um so that is a good thing but still like I think I think it was Saffron Olive that tweeted uh, on Twitter saying something like, mm-hmm. "Alchemy was supposed to be, you know, a fixed version of standard. This effectively makes it like another version of historic, if anything. Like, yeah, it's just it's, a completely it's different, completely different to standard. Like it's yeah. just now it's just a different thing. It's it's not standard but patched. It's mm-hmm. a completely it's, different. It's, thing. it's it's its own format now, which is." I, I personally don't like that at all because they've they've already announced plans of bringing things like Pioneer to Arena, which is its own you know separate paper legal format that mm-hmm. was supposed to be you know your your good counterpart to Standard, as was Historic, mm-hmm. and Alchemy was supposed to be for those who wanted a Standard that was a bit more fixed and a bit more playable because you had some really powerful cards in Standard like <laughs> Divide by Zero. It feels weird saying that, um, mm. but yeah, so. Divide by Zero a... has got to be like the shittest card that's ever been banned. <laughs> oh yeah, absolutely. It's a bloody draft like, card. I'm pretty sure banned. that in set reviews, people thought it was unplayable. I'm pretty <laughs> sure. I, yeah, like if it, it, it still looked to me as like a draft card for me, like a limited, <laughs> limited A tier card, maybe. 
<laughs> but yeah, freaking yeah. banned apparently. Yeah. Um. Anyway, moving on from that. The, um. Yeah. So a lot of people have a general distaste towards this. I do as well. Um. I don't think it's a good idea for alchemy. I think alchemy already is so inaccessible, and this just further alienates it. So mm. yeah. What do you What are your guys' thoughts on that? What do you guys think about it? I think that I disagree with you and with saffron olive uh okay. i think that this is so i don't think that the way where i'm looking at it is this is not alchemy getting worse because yes they're adding a bunch of new cards and that you know is basically making it another format but we are um three new like we're three alchemy sets deep now we've had mm. um the crimson vow midnight hunt and Kamigawa? I don't think Midnight Hunt had one. I think it was just Crimson Vow. Oh, maybe, maybe it's tied with Crimson Vow. Yeah. Yeah. So we're two um alchemy sets deep. Um so it you know, from from the very beginning of Alchemy, we knew that eventually it was gonna have a bunch of cards that weren't standard legal. And yeah, it, like yeah. as soon as they introduced digital only cards, it wasn't standard. Uh and mm-hmm. and I know that we kind of in the beginning, it was just like patch standard. But actually, if we'd have, you know, it, it was never going to be that because we have yeah. an alchemy set coming out with every set now. So in a mm-hmm. year's time, alchemy would have been completely different anyway. And we knew that months ago. So alchemy's not Makes actually sense. gotten any worse with this announcement. Um, and I actually think that if this is a good draft format, then, well, that just, I have a bunch of questions about that because, like, will they patch cards? to make the draft format better on the fly Ooh, that is a good um, point. And, yeah. and stuff like that. But I, I'm sure we'll get more details about that closer to the release, which is in July. Yeah. Um, but I think that this being a draftable format solves a lot of the acquisition issues um, for, for people who like drafting people who don't like drafting should not have to. Um, mm. But I think that I actually think this is, better like if they're going to release alchemy cards they should be draftable i I don't really subscribe to set masteries and stuff but they yeah they seem to not just be dropping 30 broken rares into the format and saying well how about it you're gonna have to craft and there's no other way to get them yeah Uh, yeah exactly (laughs) like this is i think a step in the right direction uh and i think that all of the criticism that this has received i understand the criticism and i i'm i, I kind of I, I i get the the criticism for alchemy but i don't mm. think that this, this announcement actually changes anything for the worse yeah i think i think people were uh because uh, you know we only had the economy update sometime last week and i think the backlash from that people are still expecting wizards of the coast to react to how you know the backlash from that because everyone mm. is pretty upset about you know how trash the economy is right now and obviously i'm assuming mm-hmm. they wouldn't have thought this update announcement within that the week that it, it was posted yeah. so you know um I'm, i would assume that they're still hopefully working on some kind of response to the backlash um but yeah it's not fair to expect that the you know boulders gate to address that because it is you know it was been in works for a while now i'm pretty sure it was announced like a couple of years ago right i remember mm-hmm. them saying like they're going to start doing yeah. crossovers you know, quite a while back um it was an interesting point that you raised josh about the limited format uh, it will be interesting to see if they do look to nerf things in limited um, yeah, or, or buff things or buff them yeah because limited's always kind of 
I've, I've never felt, uh, or maybe recently, I've not ever felt that there's been like a specific broken strategy in limited, in the limited sets. Maybe Midnight Hunt had like a really powerful blue-black zombies deck. Um, yeah. It was always like the deck to go with if you could. But I think it's still like, there's never been something inherently oppressive and, and broken. So yeah, it's, yeah, that's because of the nature of drafting if of something drafting, is, yeah yeah if something is inherently broken then in a pod draft you're less likely to be able to get it exactly um, yeah you, you can't force it every time yeah because um, other people will and and yeah. which makes it harder and harder mm. to do and so like there's always that element of draft where the more niche strategies that are strong could end up being better because you can get them more reliably mm-hmm. you know you yeah. can set them up more reliably be interesting to see interesting. yeah I, I i'm expecting them to give draft the digital treatment um with mm-hmm. this set we'll, we'll find out more as we get closer to the time but mm-hmm. yeah I, i'm i am interested to see what they do with this because i do like limited a lot um and yeah i think you know if this is a fun draft format and they continue to like if they made alchemy sets in future always draftable which they can't with the not with the alchemy sets they do right now because you just can't have a healthy draft format with like 30 cards yeah so yeah if they if they made alchemy sets a whole big thing with hundreds of cards and it was a draft format every time i think that would be better for alchemy so yeah, i would like I to see so, more yeah. of this actually yeah i think people are yeah i, I it makes it makes sense when you put it like that like it it never really was a fixed standard in the first place. It w- it was in the first place, but you can't expect That's it to stay it, yeah. that way. Yeah, yeah, it wasn't. It was never going to stay like that. It was never yeah. going to stay like that. So yeah, it'll be interesting to see. Like, I think that 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 leads to the design, the idea that like the more the, the more sets they print out, the less they're going to need to like nerf standard cards because as they have done for the past like thirty years, cards will get nerfed by other cards pr- being printed. Mm-hmm. If that makes sense. Like so uh yeah we'll we'll see how they deal with that um yeah it's gonna be interesting to see um there's i don't think there's a re- i'm assuming that that alchemy set will release the exact same time as the commander legend set because uh no it comes out no? a month later oh, a month later never mind yeah then. it comes out in in july i see okay um mm. yeah because they, they mentioned there was going to be some cards from commander legends at Baldur's gate in the alchemy set which would be good to look forward to um mm. it's always nice to see like those commander cards appear in uh appear in arena uh because brawl is a fun format i really enjoy the historic brawl and, and brawl formats for example like that minsk and boo planeswalker i would love to play them in in arena so mm. hopefully mm. that's when we get to see in arena but uh, yeah, either way, I think that just about wraps up the news for this week. Thank you very much for joining us for episode 30 of Chatterstorm. Make sure you tweet us at ChatterstormPod on Twitter. We like to tweet a lot about random shit. And also subscribe to our newsletter, the Through the Cinderbine newsletter, where you can get a weekly roundup of standard-specific news. Uh, other than that, again, thank you very much for joining us today. We will see you guys next week. Bye, everyone. Bye. Bye. But yeah, we'll uh, we'll see you guys for next week's episode, episode thirty-one. Maybe we'll see some more uh, 
Legend, Commander Legends news or uh, Streets of New Campana. Honestly, I don't know what will be coming up next week. There's nothing really... Uh, Let's do that outro it. again. Yeah. Yeah. Just, uh, that was like the waffly outro that's ever happened in the whole world yeah i'm just gonna let him finish but we have to do it again <laughs>